Greetings, everyone. This is Eric Stewart from the Bad Rhino Local Podcast. I have a awesome guest here, Tyrone Taylor. How you doing, Tyrone? I'm doing good, Eric. How you doing, sir? Doing good, man. It's great to have you here. And Tyrone is the co-founder and CEO of Anchor Property Investment Solutions. And they deal a lot with real estate and investment um, from commercial to residential. He's also the co-founder and president of the Epcot Crenshaw Corporation, which is a technology infrastructure development company based here in Westchester, uh, PA or Chester County, PA. So Tyrone, I got to jump into the first question. It's been like top of mind here, especially as a younger person trying to find a house, trying to find some real estate to possibly, you know, eventually move out of my parents' house. Um, what trends have you been seeing over the past couple of years in the real estate market today? Well, the market has been interesting, uh, to say the least, you know, um, I think, I think in recent time that the kind of the biggest event that we've had, you know, that's really affected the market was, was the whole pandemic, uh, back in 2020. And, you know, of course, obviously the world was dealing with something like we've never really seen before. And, uh, you know, everybody was kind of really confused as to what would happen. It was, you know, some people thought housing market was going to completely crash and, you know, we, we everything was going to shut down and what do we do next? And, and then, uh, ironically after that the housing market like was on fire uh for for two straight years maybe two plus a little bit and uh you know that's when we saw a lot of the you know situations where you know due to just the demand in the market and also the super low interest rates that we enjoyed for for some years there uh you know we saw the bidding wars that was like a common scenario especially in our area chester county and westchester especially uh, you know, so people were, you know, having a hard time actually buying, uh, houses to live in because everything that went to market was pretty much off the market, like very quickly before a lot of people could get eyes on it. And then it was getting bid up to these like insane amounts, um, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60, you know, thousand dollars over asking no inspections, no contingencies. It was just wild. Uh, so I, I think uh, in more recent time over the past probably four to six months, uh, even more so recently, two to four months, uh, toward the end of 2022, we saw things started to slow down as the Fed raised the interest rates. And, you know, that that started to price some folks out of the market because it became harder to actually qualify for loans. So you have kind of the combination of, at least in our area, still dealing with a relatively low inventory situation. And then you're kind of, so there's a demand, but then there's also the lower buying pressure a little bit because it's harder to qualify for loans because we're up at six, 7% interest rates as opposed to three, which they were a year ago. Uh, so it, it's, it's really, you know, kind of created this scenario where people are like, do I buy, do I not buy? And, you know, to that, I get questions on that. And I think it really comes down to like people's personal situations, like what's good for you at what time, because it's uh, it's a hard thing to time perfectly. Yeah, it's like it's you're always in limbo, right? Going back and forth. It's like, is it time? Is it time for me to do this? Is it time for me to make an investment in real estate, possibly get a house, possibly get a rental house and rent it out? It's it is crazy. Where do you think it goes from here? Well, I think that, uh, you know, it, it's, so there's two different sides of the coin. I, you know, I was speaking to kind of, uh, like an owner occupant situation where, you know, say for, you know, when you're ready to do your thing and you buy a house for you to live in 
on the investment side, which is where I'm focused, I I don't think there's ever a bad time to invest. Uh, you know, so so on that side, I would say if you're looking at potentially investing in something, and uh, you know, it's a like a rental property or an income producing property, there's no bad time to do that. Uh, but as far as where things go from here, I think that uh, I think that the rates are going to stay kind of you know at a point where it's going to make it challenging for a lot of people to buy uh so i don't i you know a, a lot of folks are saying and the fed has hinted at you know even raising interest rates more so that might further exacerbate the situation uh you know the market has slowed down we've kind of creeped into a recession uh, a little bit so you know I, I think the market there's a chance that the market starts to slow down, but then at the same time, we still have the demand and we're also heading into, you know, a couple of months we'll be headed to spring and summer, which is typically when the market heats up. So I got to be honest, I'm not sure what's happened from here. <laughs> That's totally I, fair. Yeah. I know that for investing, I'm going to, you know, we, we stay focused on finding, you know, good deals to turn over good assets. So that won't stop. But if I was looking for my personal house to buy right now, I would uh, I would just be looking for good deals. I gotcha. That's kind of a good segue into my next question, actually, and what you actually do at uh, Anchor Property Investment Solutions. So why don't you just share a little bit of what you guys do over there? Sure, sure. So we we're primarily focused on the you know we acquire, revitalize, and stabilized uh, aged and underperforming uh, residential properties, primarily residential. Uh, it's commercial residential because we're, we're focused on multifamily properties. Um, so that's, you know, commercial is typically anything that's five units plus, uh, we do have a few residential units, which, you know, are kind of, you know, we, we, we purchased when we were more so focused on the residential side, cause that's where we started. Uh, and we also have some commercial mixed use, uh, assets here in Westchester where we're based, uh, but. Our primary targets are again, uh, you know, underperforming and aged assets. Where it's it's in many cases we we find that we're running into uh, landlords who are older, uh, looking to retire. You know, and 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 over the years, you know, the places have, as they've kind of gotten older and and began to look at the latter stages of their life places get to the point where they have deferred maintenance and, you know, tenant issues that they just don't want to deal with, things like that. Uh, so we find good opportunities to find, you know, market deals where, or under market deals where we can bring our management expertise, turn the properties around, uh, fix the properties up and provide good solid housing that we can offer at affordable rent rates to, to, you know, like workforce housing, uh, you know, participants kind of in that in that uh, sector of, of, of the housing market. That's awesome. Where are like majority of your uh, your houses or your commercial spots there? So commercial uh, spots, the majority of them actually are here in Westchester. So commercial mixed use assets here in Westchester. Uh, the majority of our units are in Pottstown. Um, and again, Pottstown is one of those markets, uh, you know, workforce housing oriented. Um, you know, a lot of lot of very nice, like solid properties that we see there. We we've liked what has happened in the Pottstown market over the recent years, and we like where it's going. Uh, a lot of lot of investment going into Pottstown into revitalizing that area, and and making that a really uh, great place to live and do business. So, 
we we have put down some roots there as well. Nice. I love it. So basically follow where the work is, right? Where yeah. Are yeah. They're going to need a place to stay. Yep. And where the need is, you know, there, there's a, the housing shortage is, is, you know, it, it's massive across the board and only getting worse in certain places. And, and uh, Pottstown is one of those places. Business owners and marketing professionals in the Philly area, Bad Rhino takes the overwhelm out of digital marketing. With tailored digital marketing services, from social media management to SEO and PPC advertising, our expert team navigates the complexities of the digital ad space for your business. Let Bad Rhino lead you to success. Visit badrhinoinc.com and let's take your business to new heights. Bad Rhino, we do digital marketing so you don't have to. So I was doing some research on you and all the different stuff that you're in. And I got to tell you, you got a lot going on. <laughs> like I was just checking it out, all the different things you're involved in. Um, it's one of those things where I, I sit back and I look at a guy like you and I'm like, what's the mindset like to be able to do all these different things and keep yourself in line and on track to just keep growing? as a professional? That's a, that's a great question, Eric. And, uh, you know, to me, mindset is everything, right? Um, you know, my mindset is, is really, you know, I wake up every day and put one foot in front of the other is, 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 is pretty much with as much intensity as I can to move forward and try to stay, you know, intensely focused on taking care of the things that I care about and serving the things that, that are important to me. So that's my family, my businesses, my community and people, you know, who, you know, by far and large just need help. And that, that kind of ties into the community focus. Uh, so I think that when we focus on kind of serving purposes that are bigger than ourselves, that gives us a lot of energy to, you know, to really go forward and push forward when many times, you know, you don't, you don't feel like it or, or, you know, you just don't have that much gas left in the tank. Um, like for instance, I wake up at about three 30 most mornings. Uh, I was up three 30 this morning, although I was out until 10 o'clock last night, had a late business meeting uh, over at Iron Hill. And then, uh, yeah. And, and I woke up and, you know, there's many days where I'm like, you know, an extra hour, two hours, three hours feel really great right now. But I know that there's people out there who need housing. There's people out there who need help. Uh, there's there's properties out there that that need redevelopment. That you know people are stuck in situations that aren't going to move forward if I don't get up. And uh, with that, you know, I just suck it up and, and make it happen. Yeah, three thirty alarm. That'd be tough. <laughs> that'd, that'd be real tough. Roll over a uh, snooze button maybe. But no, that's awesome. It's it's an acquired taste. <laughs> Serving that higher purpose. That's what it's all about, right? Helping people out. And yeah. um, speaking of helping people out, let's talk a little bit about Epcop Crenshaw Corporation and your partnership with Cheney University and what's going on there. Can you just share our, with our listeners what's going on there? Sure. So uh, i like to fo kind of focus more on Epcot Crenshaw because it's not really Cheney, uh, kind of specific to Cheney. Mm -hmm. uh, for instance, we work, we work with a number of universities. Uh, we were actually at, uh, we had meetings at Millersville yesterday, but discussing some potential partnership, uh, you know, potential partnership opportunities. But, uh, so the, the mission of Epcot Crenshaw, we, we're, we, we've been at this for about 15 years now. Uh, and it's funny how, you know, there's a saying that timing is everything, right? Um, 
the things that we work on have generally been, you know, we've seen them as being very, very big problems since we started. Uh, but over time, you know, the policy and I guess the world has kind of started to edge more in the direction of paying attention, paying more attention to these issues and, and putting more, uh, you know, more force behind actually resolving them. So specifically, we, we basically work to develop facilities that provide more food, energy, and water uh, for society. And, you know, essentially it, it's, it's all about beneficial reuse uh, of existing uh, real estate and existing industrial assets to produce more of those things. You know, we have growing population, we have, uh, you know, scarcity in food. I mean, you, we see what happens to food prices when we have natural disasters and so forth. Uh, clean energy and how that ties into climate change and everything else that happens uh, when when there's a shortage of uh, stabilized energy assets in certain areas. We see what that can do. And clean water, you know, think about places like Flint, you know, uh, and, and the whole crisis that happened there in recent years and more close to home, uh, the Chesapeake Bay watershed, which, you know, that's where we are in, in our region. And, and what's happened to the Bay over time from all of the waste and basically runoff from industrial facilities and agricultural facilities in our region, running off into the Bay and destroying this natural estuary that basically feeds a ton of things. Um, so really, you know, we we think that those three focus areas are, are a big part of our future and that they require more of our focus if we're going to, we're going to survive, essentially. It, you know, we have to make more with less and our population is growing. And, you know, that's the, the whole, the nexus of that, the synergies of those three things and producing more of what our population needs is, is the basis of Epcot Crenshaw. Yeah. I like it, man. That really hits hits home a little bit because uh, I'm really in the fishing, and I'll go to these different places and these different streams, and I'll see what's going on there, and I'll see the signs up that says like you can't swim here because we're dumping stuff into this river. Yeah. It's like, oh man, that's, yeah. that's probably not a good thing. Yeah. But um, do you guys focus more on the research side of it, um, with like an educational kind of push to like the colleges or? That's a great question. Yeah, we that is that is I would say that's that's one side of it. Uh, on on one side, I mean we're we're actually on the development side, so it's all our research and development. Um, so on the research side, uh, you know we we do have a, a nonprofit arm. Uh, it's called the Crenshaw Institute for Applied Science and Technology, uh, acronym is Chase, and that's the organization that actually works with uh, local colleges and universities. Uh, to basically uh, develop initiatives for workforce housing, or not workforce housing, sorry, workforce development. Um, so in that regard, essentially, in these in these skilled industries that, you know, involving food, energy, water, and even uh, other trades that feed energies, um, feed industries that are growing, we see these increasing needs where the kids that are coming up, you know, through high school and into college are not being trained uh, and positioned properly to actually go out and compete for these jobs. 
So that was, you know, and that that's what led us to actually found the nonprofit uh, work at Epcot. The work that we were doing, we were actually bringing in uh, interns from from Cheney, from Westchester, from a few other local schools. And we would see that these, you know, these were seniors who were getting ready to graduate. Uh, and they were biology, you know, chemistry majors. They were going to graduate and go compete for jobs in laboratories and at research organizations. And they didn't have just the basic experience uh, to be able to know what to do. And we figured, you know, we as a society, we have to do better to position these kids in the position, you know, people to actually go out and fulfill these jobs that are going to be needed to push these industries forward. So that's, you know, that's how Epcot works. And then Chase, the nonprofit that works with the schools kind of ties into that and tries to de help develop the workforce that's going to support uh, those efforts. Gotcha. I love that. And, um, you know, we could have a whole separate podcast about like um, colleges and because I'm just recently graduated and it's, yeah, it's, it's a big culture shock a little bit when you get into the workforce and you got to, Hey, it's the real world. Like, let's go. So, yeah. you know, that's yeah. awesome that you guys are doing that, though. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a brisk transition. Yeah, it is. And this, and then you graduate, and then you're like, "All right, where what happens now?" <laughs> yeah. It really is. But um, no, that's awesome. And thank you for explaining those those two companies that you work with, and you're doing a lot for, and also your mindset too. Um, why don't we talk a little bit about? the Westchester and Exton Chamber, because that's actually where we met at one yeah. of those events. Um, yeah. what, in your own words, why don't you just explain like business life kind of in those two uh, chambers? Sure. So uh, previously, I was involved with the Mainline Chamber, uh, and that's when uh, before uh, this was going back probably three, four years ago, our, our business, we, we were doing a lot of business in the King of Prussia area and down in Philadelphia. Uh, so although I lived here, just the fact that that was where I was mostly doing business, it just made more sense to be, you know, kind of in that area, but, uh, have really, really kind of focused on and honed in on, uh, you know, supporting the local chamber, uh, where I'm Westchester, the greater Westchester chamber, uh, recently joined a few months ago. And, uh, you know, I just, you know, like you, you know, it was a pleasure meeting you there. And, you know, we, we knew some of the same folks and I get energy from just going out and connecting with local business owners and, you know, seeing what issues people are dealing with and, you know, kind of strategize ways to, you know, how can we work together to address what your need is? And, you know, that, those kind of things really just, you know, that, that I really get excited about that. Um. And I, I think that there's a synergy that's interesting when you put business owners together and just, you know, we communicate with each other and we talk about challenges and so forth and how we can come up with solutions to problems that are not even just specific to our one industry. You know, um, I've noticed that a lot in talking with folks from the chamber. So that that's been really cool. I like it, man. Yeah. All networking, getting out there, talking to people and someone that has a total different perspective then you can give you more ideas that you can probably incorporate in your own business and it's really fun i uh probably one of my favorite things to do is go to those chamber events uh yeah especially when it comes to work but that's exactly. awesome i've uh, also I, uh sorry recently um i recently joined the board of the uh westchester business improvement district kind of for that and that along that same vein just really wanting to support and you know encourage and help the the borough grow and the businesses within it so that that's a that's a 
another focus point of mine as well. Nice. But um, is that a part of the chamber? Or is that something totally different? That's a separate uh, organization. Yep. Awesome. Cool. I have to check them out. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really appreciate it. Um, why don't you just shout out, you know, your two companies, how people can get in contact with you, the websites and the social media and that kind of stuff. Sure, sure. Uh, you can learn about uh, if you are interested in real estate investing, uh, or you know, you you actually want to learn how to invest. You know, I get approached by a lot of people to have questions about the housing market. Been thinking about doing this. I don't know, you know, how when to get started. Uh, so uh, that company is Anchor Property Investment Solutions. Uh, we are Anchor Property Solutions on Instagram, uh, Facebook. You can find us there. Uh, I'm also in the process of starting a YouTube channel where we're going to actually start putting up a lot of educational videos, uh, for people who want to actually start get you know, start investing. So, uh, feel free to reach out to us or any of those, um, the, uh, the infrastructure company, the renewal company is Epcot Crenshaw corporation. And, uh, we're not big on social yet. We're on LinkedIn on that company, kind of a little bit of a different, uh, different target market, but. Our uh, website is www.epcotcrenshaw.com. If you want to learn more about us and what we do and connect with us, uh, have some interest in, in, in you know, helping the uh, environment and the world as a whole, you know, we'd love to hear from you. Awesome. Tyron, I appreciate it. All those links will be in the show description so you guys can go check them out. I appreciate it, and I look forward to seeing you at more uh, networking events in the future. Same, Eric. It's been a pleasure, man. Thank you.